You're listening to the Outstanding Life Podcast with your host, Johnny D, the motivational cowboy. 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 As a motivational speaker, Johnny D impacts audiences around the world with his message of living the outstanding life. He's a best-selling author, MC, and two-time Grammy-considered artist. This podcast is a place where Johnny D can introduce you to his outstanding friends and share funny, interesting, and heart-provoking stories. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. Here comes your host, Johnny D. Hey everybody, I'm Johnny D, the Motivational Cowboy. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Outstanding Life Podcast. want to say a big hello to all my friends tuning in this morning on Dirt Road Radio, KYDT 103.1 FM and KBFS 1450 AM. Today we are going to be talking about Thanksgiving, what we're thankful for. We're going to be talking about gratitude. We're just going to be talking about what the heck happened last year and what we're looking forward to this year. Sitting with me in the studio today, we got Mr. Pete Vassello. What is going on, my friend? Hi. Hi, everyone. We have uh, Joe Downing over here. Joe, what's going on, buddy? Not much. Glad to be here, Johnny. Thanks for inviting me. Joe, it has been an absolute honor to to have, have, have had you on several podcasts, but um, it has been a year. Yes, a year ago today that you were on the show, and I want to know one thing, Joe. Yes, sir. You said a year ago that you were going to really work at putting out your new book called? Wiping Ass in a Rolex. Wiping A-double-S with a Rolex. It's actually uh, wiping a dollar sign dollar sign. They told me that that would be a better idea than uh, <laughs> using a swear word. I love that. Yeah. So you got the front cover done. <laughs> yep. Did you put the book out? I that, did. That, that, I, yeah, you there's did. actually something in between the covers. There's a little bit of content. You know? <laughs> How many pages? So it's about 190 pages long. Okay. Uh, the print version, the e-book version's a lot longer than that, um, the way it was formatted. But yeah, I'm proud of it. It was a lot of work. I said I was going to get it done, put uh, myself on a regular schedule to you did. make it happen. And it is now on Amazon and ready for purchase. That is awesome. Joe, I, I just have to ask, Yeah. what was it like for you? To see that come back in print and on Amazon for Kindle. It was really cool. It was just, you know, a feeling of accomplishment. You know, yeah. you, when you put a goal out there and you achieve your goal, um, it, it felt really good. I want to yeah. know, has your wife seen it yet? Uh, yeah, well, she hasn't actually held the book in her hand. She okay. ordered ordered many copies. Uh, they're doing wait, wait, wait a <laughs> second, Pete. Did you just get that? Joe made his wife order copies of the well, book. Okay, <laughs> Joe, Joe liked that. Truth, truth be told, I, I was giving her a chapter at a time, and she said, you know, I'm just tired of reading this on my phone. When can I get a book I can hold in my hands? I'm like, all right, you're going to have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. Congratulations. Well, that yeah, that congratulations, is so cool. Joe. Well, I have Excellent to say, work. though, Joe, work. you you motivated me to put a new book out. Yeah. When when you sat there and said that, I listened back to the podcast and I was like, you know what? No matter where I am in the country, no matter what I'm doing, I'm going to go ahead and, and write a story a week until Wild Cards of Success comes out. And so I just want to say thank you for motivating me to have my new book come out. So not only did, did, did we have a great episode. But you motivated me to have a new book out, and well, I got mine done, and I just want to say thank um, you. Thank um, you for motivating me. You motivated the motivational cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, and yes. uh, thank you for letting me read it. I got, a, I got an advanced copy. I read it, and I, I love it. Yeah. Nice, uh, nice work. I, uh, it was, because it was, a, uh, it was a surprise. Nobody really knew about the book, mm -hmm. and uh, I, didn't want the, I didn't want the pressure mm -hmm. of people saying, did you write another chapter? Did you do another page? Yeah. Did you do this? Did you do that? And so I gave it to you and you went through, I think you read it seven times for me. Yeah. <laughs> so thank I you. I it seven times. Yeah. So, hey guys, you know, I mean, the holidays has just passed. I, I got to ask, you know, what was everything like? I mean, what was this year like for you guys? Pete, I'm, I'm going to start with you. Yeah. Well, this year was uh, uh, sort of a complicated year, uh, planning for my daughter's wedding. Uh, a lot of family events this past year, we got through them. Hey, how many weddings did you go to this year? I mean, it seemed like mm. every other week Pete was going <laughs> I, to a wedding. I have to say at least five or six. I, it was it was a busy year. Expensive uh, with, year. With, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> um, coming from a big family, that uh, that comes with the territory. Right. A lot of get-togethers, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of family functions. But I enjoy the weddings. I enjoy uh, being with people at weddings. 
it's uh, it's a it's a nice time to see everybody. So uh, I, I made uh, I had a good time with it this year, and uh, again, it's already gone. Yeah, right? crazy. Yeah, my daughter got married in October, and uh, niece got married. Uh, baby showers. I had a, uh, uh, my granddaughter born this past year, so I spent a lot of time with my grandchildren. So that essentially uh, taken a lot of my time. Yeah, yeah. Spending my time with my, my, my family, my grandchildren. I love it, actually. Guys, let me, let me ask you, what does gratitude mean to you guys? Joe, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start well, with you. I guess, you know, the simple definition is thankfulness, being thankful for something. Or I guess you could also look at it as an acknowledgement of all of the positive things in your life. You know, whether that be people, jobs, situations, your health, whatever the case may be. What do you have to give thanks for? Let me ask you, what was an overwhelming sense of gratitude that you had this year? Well, I mean, certainly, I guess it would have to start with my uh, twin grandsons being being born. You know, I mean, you know, that, there's nothing that compares to that. Oh, my gosh, it's just so wonderful to have grandkids. You know, you can play with them and then you leave. Wait, so, so I'm just curious, what do they call you? Uh, well, I prefer to be called Joe. Wait a um, second. <laughs> Wait a second. Are you serious? Like, not grandpa? Not, no. not See, this is a point of contention. So <laughs> I, mean, I think you brought that up on purpose. I prefer to be called Joe. I, don't, I just don't want to feel like an old grandpa yet. <laughs> well, but you definitely don't I, look like I one. I so. my da- daughter-in-law is going to make sure that I'm called grandpa or something. Okay. Effect, but that's fine. Whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's not that they call me something. Right? What are the boys' names? Uh, Dax and Cal. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Daxton and Callum, but Dax and Cal. Yeah. I can't wait, Pete, for the video to see the video when they say, Grandpa, Grandpa, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna make sure I keep that video and we're gonna put it on the podcast. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be Joe. <laughs> yeah, probably won't, but I can still Joel, hold out hope. Yeah. yeah. So your so your grandkids, what yeah. what else? Well, you know, this was really a great experience for me. And we had a great year. Um, you know, so many things to be thankful for. Spent ten days in the Canadian Rockies, two trips to Maryland's uh, Eastern Shore to see uh, kids and the grandkids, and uh, my sister lives there as well. Um, but my brother invited Teresa and I, Teresa, my wife, out to uh, New York City for an award ceremony where he was going to receive an award. And so I got to spend four days with my wife and my brother. Just the three of us uh, went to this uh, award ceremony and then spent four days in downtown Manhattan just exploring. We walked 30 six miles or something in four days. It was so fun. Did you like New York? Loved it. I know. Absolutely loved it. When you, and, and when you told me, I know you all. said, Johnny, I'm probably going to hate it there. And I go, Joe, no, you are going to oh absolutely gosh, love it. it. Yeah. I wanted to buy one of those. I love New York t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a fake Rolex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On Canal Street. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, you, you know, that, that being said, I mean, mm-hmm. you have a great family. I just found out today that you have um, six brothers and sisters. Pete yeah, has yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah. There's six of us. Yes, I have one brother and four sisters. Okay, yeah, and I'm by far the youngest. So, yeah. can we brag for a second? Yeah. Are we allowed to to brag for a second about your brother? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I think it's yeah. so cool. Yeah. I don't know how the family dynamics are. I mean, yeah. your, your brother might, might be listening to the Outstanding Life podcast. Yeah, say, be. you know what I mean? I know. Who knows, yeah. right? But tell everybody who your brother so is. My brother is the chief executive officer of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. So he's he's a big cheese in the uh, pediatric uh, oncogene <clears throat> research and uh, treatment end of the business and uh, done a lot of great work over the course of his career to uh, help reduce or or, or improve the survival rates for pediatric uh, maladies. And what was the award for that you went to New York for? The award was for, it was called the Motif Award for uh, um, Children's Humanitarian Efforts. I'm probably getting, you know, the phrasing a bit wrong, but that's the gist of it. So he won this uh, award from this organization for the efforts that St. Jude Children's Research Hospital put forth uh, as part of their global outreach program, where they have partners all around the world to help reduce pediatric cancer uh, fatalities in remote places that don't have access to the best of care. Yeah, that is so neat. Yeah, that is so is cool. Great. I mean, especially this great. time of the year. And we all know people that have been through mm-hmm. the hospital. I mean, and the hospital is just absolutely amazing. Um, guys, you know, with Thanksgiving and the holidays just passing, I'm going to jump right into this. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite aspect about Thanksgiving, Christmas? And, you know, and what I thought about when I, when I thought of this question, I thought the food part of it. Mm-hmm. 
Especially with you. Look at look at look at the face, <laughs> Pete. I, I'm I'm gonna start with you because I mean, your mom and dad owned a restaurant. Your right, brother owns right, a restaurant. Right, right. You know what is it, is it is it traditional? Is it non-traditional? I mean, what is it like for you? Because you're 100% Italian. Yeah, uh, growing up, I would uh, we would always have family gatherings at the grandparents' house. And all the cousins would be there and a lot of noise. So with an Italian family and Italian holidays or holidays in general, just a lot of noise. That's the biggest memory or the, the, the best memory I've had in my youth. As you got older... Um, you know, you essentially had to, you know, do do Thanksgiving on your own. You didn't have to, you know, now you were the, the people who were cooking for everybody and inviting people over. It's uh, it sort of changed over over the years. So, you know, over time, there's uh, <clears throat> there's different uh, memories, you know, uh when you're younger with your grandparents, when you get older, you have your own children. Now you're with your, your in-laws and your brother-in-laws and, 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 uh, you know, your, your other family. So, so Pete, I'm going to go ahead and put you on the spot right now. Um, <laughs> who has been the best cook so far in all the years that you've been alive going to Thanksgiving? Uh, you better say your wife. Hands down. It's been my mother. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. My mother had a, um, a, a skill special skill of cooking. What was your favorite meal uh, from mom? Thanksgiving meal yeah. or in general? Yeah, just in of the holidays. Uh, she used to make homemade pasta. Being Italian, pasta's it, man. Yeah. So <laughs> she was the best at it. And my, my wife is an excellent cook, too. I have to give her credit for that. So over over the years, I don't have to worry about cooking so much. <laughs> and you're so I, thin. I, 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 I have, I have uh, great people in my life that, that cook better than me. Yeah. So... I'll take it. So what yeah. is your favorite dish overall? Thanksgiving, ah. Christmas. What is your favorite dish? Uh, dessert. Well, dessert. You, so it is dessert. Yeah. Uh, I'm a pumpkin pie fan. Okay. Uh, I've always. Enjoyed, Can you bake? I've always enjoyed that. Um, I, I'm good at breakfast. I He's good at buying them. That's, that's good. I think you can't screw up breakfast, right? Um, I made dinner one time for, for my family. But, Wait, one time? Yeah, one time. Okay, I, and Joe, I was, I, I was just going <laughs> to say, is that a tradition for you? But obviously it's not. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, you, you think about it. It's, you know, you got to grill. You can grill things. and But making things from scratch is definitely a challenge. And if it's not your kitchen, you're not going to find things that you want. Right, so, right. Uh, I, I sort of stay away from that. Uh, that's okay, okay. that's okay. great. I'm okay with that. Joe, how about you? Have I ever cooked a no, dinner for no, my family? No. That, no. that is going to be no, because it would all be it would be healthy or it would be like hard-boiled eggs, right, and that's right. it. <laughs> Chicken so, and broccoli. You know, when it comes to, to you know, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, who who cooks? Who do you like to cook? And what's your favorite meal? Well, we, uh, you know, usually, Teresa, if we have a, a holiday at our house, Teresa will cook. But, you know, usually family members will all bring a dish as thing. well. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's a great way to do it. And this this most recent holiday, we actually had the food, like, made out elsewhere and just brought in. So that was really nice. Yeah. You know, that was a, a good way of doing it. Thanksgiving, it was it was always my dad getting up. Like, like there are traditions, right? So the, the night before, I'd go to bed. And I'd get up in the morning and I'd hear my mom and dad bickering back and forth about the turkey and about mm-hmm. this and about that. So mom took care of the turkey, dad. T- I mean, like mm-hmm. they, they had their own they like par- parts of the uh, yeah, kitchen. Yeah. And um, it, I, you know, for, for me, guys, it was the smell of that morning waking up as a kid. I don't yeah. know about you guys, but there was something about reflecting back to being a child and waking up and you knew that the parade, the, mm-hmm. the Detroit parade was going to be on. And that brought me to, a, to another question for you guys. What was your morning like for Thanksgiving? And has it changed throughout the years? Because you guys, you, you both came from big families. Then you have your own families. Then your family moved out. Yeah. So how has it changed throughout the years? Yeah. Well, when I was a kid, all my siblings were much older than me. So Thanksgiving was usually a time where they'd come back home to visit. Oh, so okay. I always woke up that morning with just this anxious anticipation of getting to see my <laughs> siblings and their family. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes they bring their dogs or whatever. And it was just a festive time. Now I just I, I try to be more practical about it. So I get up and I go to the gym and I work out a ridiculous amount. And then I go for another long hike afterwards to try to burn all the calories off before I consume them. 
<laughs> that is awesome. How about you, Pete? Yeah, I'll wake up too. Like, like uh, growing up, obviously, you would smell the turkey in the morning and uh, the anticipation of having everybody over. That was really, really great. Uh, from a big family, I used to love seeing my cousins. And now with my own families, like going different places on Thanksgiving or a holiday sort of changes it up. Uh, obviously, what happens on Thanksgiving? Food and football mm-hmm. and small talk. Right. And it and was if nice. You're, you're lucky, no fights about politics. Yes. <laughs> no, no fights about politics. <laughs> Did you, know, you hey, sort of like try to avoid a steer away yeah. from that, man. That, that, that brings me to a, to a great point. There are a lot of people listening right now that... Things changed. They they were married. Maybe they had big families. Mm-hmm. Now, like your kids are gone. Matter yeah. of fact, your kids are having kids. Yeah. What is it like for you guys? What was it like for you guys that first time that all of a sudden your kids are not home? Yeah. I mean, well, Joe, so, you, you so can't see my, this, but Joe's my, smiling. My, kid, my kids <laughs> both worked in healthcare for yeah. you know best part of a decade now, so kind of get used to them not being around because right. you know either myself or one of them or both of them were gone on the holidays. So I've had some time to get used to this, but. It's, it's sad in a way, right? Yeah. I mean, you like to all be together in, on a holiday, and on the one hand, you're sad. On the other hand, you're also proud of them because they're out there working. You know, yeah. They're out there working and helping people uh, get back to health or saving lives or however you want to describe it. Right, yeah, yeah. I know like this past Thanksgiving, it was, um, it was a little bit different for me. Being um, home, I, I mean, I just spent, what, 10 and a half months mm-hmm. on the road, and it's like I um, spent Thanksgiving alone, and but I wasn't alone. This was the coolest part. It really made me reflect mm-hmm. back to what Thanksgiving is really about. Like, it, it's great. Food, family, mm-hmm. friends. But I had the coolest experience, and that was I got up, I raked leaves, mm-hmm. I listened to great music, and then I noticed my neighbor across the street, and he was out there, and, he, and he's retired, and mm-hmm. he was out there working on uh, a ditch that kind of like went under his, his sidewalk because he bought new lights for his house. Mm-hmm. So I spent three and a half hours Helping my neighbor. Nice. Nice. Very nice. The real true meaning of Thanksgiving is is helping somebody in need. Yeah. Or just hanging out with somebody that normally wouldn't have somebody there because, you know, I just thought it was, uh, it was great. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, I know you guys are probably wondering what I had um, to eat that day. I am. Is it mashed yeah. potatoes? <laughs> no. Okay. It was I mean, White Castle. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. It was yeah. the only thing open. Guys, you know, coming to the holidays, this is a time that um, people really struggle. Yeah. Do you guys remember a time that you maybe were struggling as a family and mm-hmm. you had to get through a, a tough time or maybe you helped a family get through a tough time? Helped another family yeah. get through a tough time. You know, being in the hospital, pretty much everybody there is having having a tough yeah. time. You now this is just it, it's a small act. You know, there was a, a guy just took care of you know not too long ago. Those of you that don't know, yeah, Joe, I'm, I'm, I'm a nurse. I yeah. work in a large medical center, and um, this you know poor gentleman was brought into us from a rural area, and he's forty something years old and five foot nine inches tall and four hundred fifty pounds. Wow, and uh, very very ill. And you know, as we were putting him to sleep to prepare him for his procedure. I'm looking at him and I'm just like, on the one hand, feeling horribly sorry for this man because he was just a mess. I mean, he's just dirty and he just smelled horribly and he had wounds all over himself. You know, obviously not well mentally, not well physically. And, uh, you know, I was feeling sorry for him. And he just, he looked up at me and he said, can you hold my hand? And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, this is odd, you know, for a grown man to ask another grown yeah. man to hold his hand, but I did, you know, and it, you know, just, it made me feel good, you know, a small act of gratitude, you know, just comforted him, it comforted him as we were putting him to sleep and, uh, you know, hopefully it helped him in some way. So it, he, he didn't judge you. He just, wanted, no, he wanted, just needed a yeah, helping yeah, hand yeah, literally. Yeah, and yeah. It, it just reminds me of, of the song by Alabama angels among us. Mm-hmm. And we all play a role and that includes everybody listening right now. You know, a simple act of kindness goes a long way, especially during the holiday season. Uh, One of the family traditions at Christmas when my dad was alive was um, every Christmas Eve, he would wake me and my brother up and um, he would go to Macy's, Hudson's Mm -hmm. or JCPenney's or all, you know, Mm -hmm. both of them. And he would do all his shopping in like two hours. Mm -hmm. Then he would drop it all off at the mall where where they like would wrap it for you. Mm And we would go to the bar. My dad would have a couple beers. We would have lunch. <laughs> and it was like the greatest thing. Nice. Do you guys, you know, have 
traditions with your kids or maybe when you were growing up, you remember uh, one of those moments with your family like that? When I was growing up as a kid myself, my parents were always a little odd in that respect. They would, they would, <laughs> they would, they would, they would buy gifts for everybody and they would leave them in the bag that they purchased them in with a receipt in it in case we wanted to take them back. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't wrap anything. Well, what about when you got married? Did you um, did you learn to start yeah, wrapping? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I still struggle with it. So this year you you wrote her a book. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I'm going to write her something just for her. But yeah, that's awesome. What what a sweet gesture to to wake up and have your wife. I mean, because we we can all buy somebody something, right? Mm-hmm. No matter how big or small it is. But when you take time to write somebody something, I, I think we we've lost that. Mm. You know? Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed doing it. You know, again, on, on the topic, right? Being thankful, expressions of gratitude. It's it's probably more for me than it yeah. is for her. Yeah, know? that but is cool. I, I know she enjoys it because she keeps everyone in hands for <laughs> decades. But how about you, Pete? When my daughters were younger, we would go Christmas Eve. Oh, so you kind of did what my dad did? Yeah, I, I was a Christmas <laughs> Eve all day long. I don't know if, if it's a guy thing, but I couldn't rap. I mean, I would try to rap and I couldn't rap. I was so thankful when, I mean, because we are old enough to remember when we had to wrap everything or put it in a brown bag. Yeah. Now we have gift bags. Yeah. And that is the coolest it thing is ever. What a fantastic <laughs> invention. Yeah. Yeah. All these inventions are just making us lazier yes. and lazier. I know, 100%. I love it. Guys, what do you think when it comes to the holidays? What do you think? Of gift cards, honestly, I love gift cards. Really, I love gift, and, and we have an ex, a gift exchange on my side of the family, and the rule is no gift cards. And I'm so disappointed because <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't again. I don't need anything. Right. But at some point, I'm going to need something. It's right. nice to have an Amazon gift card or some gift card from some place where I can just <laughs> order what I need. So there, there is yeah. that aspect. I, I, I just you know now it's like you take a thousand dollars, you you go buy all your gift cards, and you're done. Great. Mm-hmm. But it's like no time went into it. You didn't write a letter with it. Well, you didn't I was now, say now, that that is the solution to the problem, right? You can get the practicality from a gift card, and if you have a personal note attached to it, you've solved the problem. Now that gentlemen that are listening for next year or for the next birthday, there's nothing wrong with buying a gift card, but write a small little letter. Yeah. It doesn't matter who it's to or from or whatever. I mean, just you know, do something cool. Guys, what do you think about um, <clears throat> gratitude journals? So I would, I don't keep a specific gratitude journal, but in many ways, uh, a lot of the chapters in the book that I wrote are essays about gratitude. Exactly. And I got to be honest with you. And the reason why I asked that is that's how my book started Mm -hmm. was all these cool stories and stuff that I've been, that I get from the road. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what a great story. Let me put it into a book. Yeah. And, and it's so funny how we are surrounded by these stories in, in, in journaling, I think it's so important. And I also thought about this journal journaling is a little bit different these days. And, and maybe you guys would agree or disagree, mm-hmm. but uh, like Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, it's a, it's kind of a digital journal, mm-hmm. but I, I still like to write down. Yeah. You know I, what I, I mean? I do too. And you know, I, I guess what uh, I would disagree to a certain uh, extent about Instagram and Facebook, because there's you know, just a, such a short attention span attached, but your journal it, it makes you think deeply. And that's how I got started writing my book. I, I, I wrote my very first essay about my first patient that ever died on me. And I remember taking that, you know, it's just what a surreal experience. I mean, mm-hmm. I was given CPR, still a student. I, that's all I knew how to do. I didn't know how to do any of the other parts of the code process. And this patient died and they called the code and there's this person under my hands, you know, and they're still warm and eyes are open, but they're dead. Yeah. And we had to take her down to the morgue and I'm standing there and I'm just like, wow, what a, like someday that's going to be me. Someday that's going to be every single person that I care about in this world. And it really shook me up. And that's when I, that's when I started writing. That's when I started writing. And, you know, it took me months and months and months just to finish that one short little essay. But in the end, the antidote was a gratitude practice. You know, to to realize that, you know, this is finite and uh, the way to make the most of it is to be grateful for what you have and to let those people that mean something to you, let them know what they mean to you. I'm so grateful for people that are 
in your business, saving lives. Um, this past year, four different times being on the road, four times, guys, I watched firemen, nurses, strangers, total, these people were strangers to the person that they saved their life. Four times mm -hmm. I saw it this year. And it warms my heart to know that, that not only did they save their life, but it made me think that I'm trying not to get emotional because I mean, we all have the ability to be nice and to save someone's life. Mm -hmm. We never know what people are going through. And, and when you think about being thankful and, and having gratitude, it's like those people, I will never probably see them ever again, but I watched them s save someone's life mm -hmm. four different times. Mm -hmm. And once was on an airplane. Could you imagine being that man or woman that, you're next to your loved one mm -hmm. and this four different people jumped up over and, and, and saved this guy's life. Yeah. And I, I just want to say thank you to you, Joe, and to everybody. Like a call. And it's a calling. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's, it, but it's so important for us to, to not just let, see it happening and just keep walking. Mm -hmm. Stop and be that man or that woman or that child to help somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't cost any money to be to be nice. No, no. To be thankful. Being nice goes a long way. Being, you know, expressing gratitude goes a long way. That's for sure. Guys, how do you keep your mindset on being grateful and being thankful? Because it's tough. Well, you know, I, I struggled with this mightily. As you you know, my backstory, you know, I had a long career in the auto industry. It was very successful financially and I was miserable. And, I and then to, go back and listen uh, to that podcast yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in 2018, I think, or maybe January 2019. But uh, anyway, I, I would wake up every morning, and I don't know if you guys remember that commercial, the, I got to get up and make the donuts. Oh, yes. You know, the Dunkin' Donuts commercial, <laughs> I believe. And I felt like that every morning. It's like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go do this anymore. And I did that for a long, long time. And now that I really do enjoy what I'm doing, you know, it's a whole mindset set shift and I get up every morning and I, the first thing I say to myself, if I'm going to work that day is I get to go to work that yes. day today. I get to go to work and you know, not every day is great. And some days it's a struggle to say that, but you know, for the most part, I'm glad to get up and go to work. And it's, it's, you know, that's, I don't have a, I, I do practice gratitude, but it's not a set in stone practice besides that one. Yeah. You know, besides <laughs> right. that, before my feet hit the floor, I say to myself, I get to go to work today. Yeah. How about you, Pete? Because you're you're a guy, Pete. I talk to you all the time. And you're an accountant. And you love going to work. I mean, you were mad when you could not go to work. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> I, I always think that it's great to be wanted. And I love when Pete says that can, and how he yeah. says it. It could happen at any age. Um, you're wanted on, a, on a, a sports team. You're wanted by your family. You're wanted by your employer. You're wanted by your wife. It's it's nice to be wanted. And uh, next year, actually 2024, will be 40 years for me as an accountant. And I don't know what I would do differently. I've enjoyed the profession. And uh, I'm grateful, like, like Joe says, I get up and I want to be there. I think it's uh, in some cases you think people depend on you, and that's I think the motivation of getting going in the morning. My mom used to say the hardest part about going to work is getting up every day. Right, and if you can get through that, uh, you've got you know like, you know God on your side uh, to get to work and. You can contribute. There's different ways you can contribute. Joe's contributing his skills in medicine. I'm contributing my skills in finance. And people still respect my opinion and the reporting that I do. And uh, I'm okay with it. When when people are listening to this right now and they're like, well, that's great, guys. You love, you love what you do. Mm -hmm. How do you guys handle bad days? Well, the negativity, because it's a mindset, yeah, right? The negativity part is difficult because you don't want to just go preaching, right? <laughs> right. Because you know, I mean, I, I did this for twenty straight years. Yeah. You know, and nobody could just walk up to me and say, you know, snap out of it, appreciate all you got, and they would have been right, but I wasn't going to listen at that point in time. Right. So, I think the only thing you can do is set an example. You know, do your best to maintain a positive attitude and be that you know that uh, shining example of what a life of gratitude. Uh, can mean practice what you preach mm -hmm. 
You know, yeah. even, even though we're out, we're not out there preaching, yeah, it's, a, it's like preaching. practice. Yeah, right. I, try, I know. Try to live it. Yeah, yeah. yeah show them. And I don't always succeed, but I try hard, and, and I'm I'm so much better than I used to be. Oh my god. <laughs> well, again, you you love what you get to do every yeah, day, that, and it helps. You know, what about you, Pete? There's a mentoring process that uh, I I um, I'm going through with a lot of the 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 the, the, the staff I work with. They're younger than me. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of eyes on you to see how you react to certain situations, um, how you essentially um, get through a task or a problem. And if they sort of copy you and learn from you, that's the flattering part about being uh, a person in an organization, whether it's in medicine, whether it's in your profession. At, at, at this age for me, influencing young people to, to like what they're doing. That's the gratitude. I'm, I'm happy that they actually want to be there. They're not grumbling about the assignment because sometimes there's no glory in our jobs. Yeah, no. You guys, when, when, when it comes to traditions and holidays, do you guys think that you know it's better to eat at home or go to a great restaurant? You and, know. And, and, I, and I thought of this, Joe, just real quick. I thought of this. I, I want to hear... Um, from you, but mm-hmm. it, I thought about this with Pete because Pete's family owned restaurants, right? Right. right? So it's kind of like a catch 22, but yeah. go ahead. You know, I, I mean, I, I really enjoy being at somebody's house, freaking lounge around on the, the couches and turn the TV on. But there was a, gosh, I don't remember how many years ago, but it was definitely during COVID where the day after Christmas, we will host every other year at our house. Well, we moved into a much smaller house recently and we decided to have our day after Christmas at one of the local pubs, you know. Okay. And it was actually, it was fine. I mean, I I enjoyed it. You know, I guess, you know, I don't know if my family was being honest or not, but they all seemed to, you know, think it was just fine. It wasn't as comfortable. It wasn't as, you know, maybe intimate, but we still socialized. We still had fun. And it was a whole lot less work. I was just going to say, you yeah. don't have to pick up. You don't yeah. have to set it up. You don't have yeah. to do any of and that. I don't even know how to, because honestly, I'm not a big help. I'm just <laughs> not. You know, <laughs> At least you're honest. Yeah. I mean, I might clean a little bit. <laughs> how about you, Pete? Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I We're so used to staying at home for holidays and going out to a restaurant sort of breaks up the monotony of staying home. And yes, you don't have to worry about cleanup. Uh, there's, you can socialize still. Uh, you could probably socialize more. There's no stress of someone cleaning. You know, if you if you have a holiday at your home, what happens? Well, your wife's always cleaning up. The the the, the husband's cleaning up. Something's always uh, sort of nerve wracking. You're hoping someone don't spill white wine on or red wine on your carpet or the chair, right? <laughs> so that worry is always there. So you have to prepare yourself for a major accident at home. But at a restaurant, you don't have to worry about that. I, I sort of am 50-50 on it. I, okay. I, uh, I, like, I like the idea of being at home and in uh, the comfort of the home. I thought about this one, too. <laughs> I've always wanted to volunteer for the holidays. Yeah. Soup kitchens. Mm-hmm. I never have. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever, instead of going to a family affair... Go and volunteer no, somewhere, or no, maybe but, both. Know, but I, I tell you, I, I get that same sort of sense of uh, accomplishment or satisfaction, rather, um, by going to work. You know, because I'm working in a hospital, and these are people that would certainly rather be at home with their families and not in the hospital. And uh, you know, it's it's different. You know, you, you, you you're missing your family, but on the other hand, you feel like you're doing good for people that really right. need you. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Good sense of satisfaction. And no, I've never really uh, been approached to try to volunteer on a holiday. I know uh, there's probably multiple opportunities to volunteer somewhere, or help somebody. That's something I, I will definitely consider. Uh, you know, the next year or two. I think that that's something that the three of us should go ahead and put out there right now. The three of us should go and volunteer somewhere for, for a I'd couple hours somewhere. I just, think that would be wonderful. Just to do, you know what I mean? And, and, and listen, I mean, I, I, I said it before I asked the question, I've always wanted to, but never mm-hmm. have, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I just think it's important to volunteer. Mm-hmm. And I, and I've heard of families going and volunteering as a family. Yeah. 
Like instead of going for Thanksgiving yeah, dinner, nice. they they would go and spend four hours at a soup kitchen yeah. together and doing something. And I thought, mm-hmm. wow, I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. How cool would that be? What I mean, what what great story would that be oh, that's a yeah, as a family? Great. And there really is a lot of people that need help out there. There's there's no doubt. You know, the geez, the homeless population has just exploded around here recently. And yeah, just a lot of people and. Need help. That would be a nice, nice gesture. I'm game. I, up. I was, uh, you brought something up and, you know, we're, we're talking about being thankful. We're talking about, you know, um, being grateful and, and, and getting gratitude. Guys, it was my second from last gig. So it was in November, late November. And um, I was staying in um, Homestead, Florida. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty nice hotel. Let me, okay, it was not a hotel. It was a motel. And I usually don't stay at motels, but this was a very nice motel. And when my agent put me there, I was like, what the heck, a motel? But it was really, really, really nice. But every day there would be a lady out front of the hotel. And I mean, it was warm, right? It was Mm -hmm. 80 something degrees every single day. It was beautiful. She was never begging for money, but something told me, to spend time with her. Mm -hmm. Something inside me said, but the one day I was too busy, Mm -hmm. too hungry, too grouchy, too this, too that. Never did. Next day, didn't happen. Something told me to go talk to this lady. Finally, I was checking out Sunday morning and I rolled up next to her and I said, hey, good morning. And she said, good morning. And uh, never asked me for a dime. Mm -hmm. She was obviously homeless. And these words came out of my mouth. I said, you're loved. You're beautiful. And I said, here's some money. Go buy yourself breakfast. And she came to the car and she took it. And um, she said, thank you. And she went back and I just said, hey, you're loved. And I looked down and this lady was journaling. Hmm. Not nothing in her life. She had a couple bags. Hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. But she was journaling. I pulled away from her. And I'm not telling you that this story to sit there and say, I'm such a great guy. And I gave her 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. This lady inspired and motivated me that day. And I thought to myself, this lady doesn't have anything. And mm-hmm. she inspired and motivated me. Mm-hmm. Somebody that doesn't have to worry about anything. Right. She impacted my life. Nice. It's just to me, it's a life lesson that we all have the ability, mm-hmm. no matter how little or how much we have, we need to find the grateful in our lives. Mm-hmm. You're right. I mean, we, we all can be grateful for something. Absolutely. No matter yeah. what you do not have or what you have. Yeah. Be grateful. Mm-hmm. You know? So um, that being said, I have to ask, give thanks before the meal or after the meal? Well, I know that's tradition yeah. to do it before, but I thought about this because a lot of families give thanks after the meal, right? Hmm. Which makes sense. I was like, well, this is kind of cool. Yeah. But go ahead. You so, guys. yeah, I, I, uh, it's interesting because when we have, um, uh, any holiday meal on my side of the family, you know, none of us are particularly religious. So right. There really yeah. is no formal giving of thanks. Um, but on Teresa's side, you know, they're very religious and they're, you know, she, she blesses herself before every single meal and, you know, her, her family always says grace before meals and it's, it's nice. It is nice. You know, the, the, the tradition of giving thanks, um, they always do it before. Um, I don't know that I've ever been in a situation where it was given after. How about you, Pete? Same, same here. My family never really said grace at uh, really at meals. Yeah, my dad. You're a hundred percent Italian. Come from a big family. My, I w- I'm shocked. My 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 father was always ready to eat. Yeah, he he said, you know, you know, saying grace for two minutes is going to take him away from his food. So it never, (laughs) pretty much never happened. Uh, When he passed, my we sort of did did that with my mother. My mother, uh, uh, she was grateful for her children. Uh, You know, big families have a lot of complicated issues, and having her children in the same building. During a holiday, during a holiday meal, made her really grateful. So a lot of the memories the last several years about my mom and having her around with you know my siblings. But no, if if any if there's any prayer, it's usually before, usually before. I don't really 
Uh, I don't think I've ever experienced it after the fact, mm -hmm. after the meal. Yeah, but I guess the timing <clears throat> isn't so important. The fact that you're just... You just know, right? I mean, yeah. <clears throat> because when this person wrote in and gave me that question, I was like, I never experienced it either. Mm -hmm. But after reflecting on it, what... What better time to have it mm -hmm. right. than after you, right. you had yeah. the meal? Yeah. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It could go each way. Yeah. I, I no, just thought it was a great I, talking I, I point. See the, yeah, I see the logic. <laughs> Same here. In the after. And, yeah. and, I, and I couldn't wait to ask you, Joe, that uh -huh. question because you don't care either way, right? No, I mean, you know I, what I mean? No, I don't care. I mean, and, you know, as, as long as, you know, I, I am I, appreciative you, for, right. for what of I have. Of course, 100%. But yeah, the formality of the how the gratitude is expressed, it just doesn't mean that much to me. Do you guys ever like go to your neighbors and give your neighbors anything? I have Mrs. Stone next door. Mm -hmm. Love her to death. Mm -hmm. I can go years without seeing her. Yeah. She always waves. But this year I, I felt like I needed to go mm -hmm. and give her a gift card, as you guys would say. Because mm -hmm. I can't go wrong, right? Or maybe some flowers. Yeah. Just being grateful for being such a great neighbor for almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. Have you guys ever done that? Good idea. Good well, idea. Teresa, absolutely. You know, she's played Secret Santa with some of the neighbors. Okay. Just a big heart. You know, trying to. Oh, that's even people. a yeah. better idea, yeah. Joe. Yeah, drop something off with uh, no explanation, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do that. See, I, I don't know. Just you know, my mind just works where it's like, okay, if I'm gonna walk up to this my neighbor's house, their dog's gonna charge through the door and attack me. <laughs> and, I don't know. I let my mind. Well, hey, guys, away. it's not a secret anymore yeah. either because everybody has a ring. Yeah. Doorbell. Yeah. And, and so they can see you walking up and yeah, who you are. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's a good point. It's like you can't even prank call anybody. Anymore, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So, Pete, how about you? Yes. Do we, you, uh, there's a elderly neighbor across the street from Cindy and me, and he likes some of the food that my, some of the, some of the specialty dishes that my brother has at his restaurant. On occasion, we'll give him, uh, we'll, we'll buy him a, a dish and bring it to him. And, uh, my one neighbor to on the west of us has a couple of boys, young boys. So every once in a while, we'll we'll, we'll give them like Halloween. You give them special gift. Halloween's a good time to give people extra, right? <laughs> yeah, candy, Just candy, <laughs> and, you know, snacks, whatever. So I mean, that's probably the only time I can think of doing anything consistently every Halloween with the kids. Uh, not not necessarily. Uh, my, my neighbors one time would give us. Uh, they make homemade jam. We'll do that. So he gave us some homemade jam uh, last year, a couple of years ago. But no, it's sort of something that doesn't cross your mind that much. I, right. That's my whole point. It's like I don't think about it. But sitting here with you guys, I have a list in my head now. I'm going to randomly go and, and 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 buy something and give it to yeah. a neighbor, just saying, "Hey, I'm I'm thankful for having you as a neighbor." Yeah. So guys, this one is. Really, really important to me, and I, I couldn't wait to ask you guys this one here. Do you focus on the past year's accomplishments, or do you look forward to the upcoming year's accomplishments and goals? Well, one thing I've been, I've been trying to work on uh, more and more is... I love the smile on Joe's yeah. face. Did, well, did, did, have I, you seen I, that? I've been, I've been reading a lot of philosophy <laughs> lately, and uh, you know, I think um, there is that balance between living in the past... Predicting the future, you know, getting excited for the future, but I'm trying to spend more time in the present moment. Right? Yeah. That, that's where I'm trying to, you know, focus on. And it's hard. It's really 100%. Hard. It's really hard. But there's absolutely nothing wrong with looking back at your past year, your past accomplishments, and, you know, having a sense of pride in that. And then, of course, you have to have goals, right? If you yeah. don't have any goals, you're not going to end up going anywhere. You got no roadmap in front of you, you're going to go in circles or worse, right? Off a cliff. So, they're all important, and I don't know how to weigh what's one as being more important than the other, but my biggest challenge is living in that present moment, right? It's not, you know, thinking about, oh, man, what's tomorrow going to bring, or, boy, did I screw up yesterday. Yeah. It's, it's about yeah. enjoying, like, this moment, you know, this yeah. right now, enjoying this podcast, yeah. enjoying talking to you guys. And um, No, yeah. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. And, and, and you're so right. I mean, I find myself at times... Oh my God, what, what did I just do last week? Because mm -hmm. I'm looking for, forward to the next gig. But there are times that I walk out to my man cave, out to the garage, yeah. and I have pictures from 25 years yeah. ago when I had a bunch of hair and no gray. Yeah. And I just, I look at those photos and I'm like, man, yeah. look what I get to do. Yeah. And, and, and I reflect back and it makes me even more pumped up to do another show, to do another speaking gig, to go and MC another NASCAR mm -hmm. event. 
it makes me pumped up to be able to look at the past and what I've done for the future, mm-hmm. but to live in that present moment. Yeah. J- just like you said, there are stories to be told all the time. Pete, I'm going to go ahead. I mean, sorry. You, know, took you your, guys talked about, well, you guys both wrote books. I didn't really think about ever writing a book. But, so, hey, Joe, yeah. maybe, maybe yeah. this is a perfect time for Pete to go ahead and put it out there that yeah, he's going to write a book, book this yeah, year. I, I'm not and, sure about <laughs> that. So, <laughs> but, uh, I kept an extensive diary as a teenager and I destroyed it. Oh, I was going to be like, oh, uh, that would be a good book. I, I destroyed it. There were some things in it that probably <laughs> shouldn't be public, right? <laughs> but it helped me sort of, a journal helps you sort of like collect your thoughts, direct you in a certain direction, right? So it sort of helped me to untangle a lot of things. You know, as a teenager, what what, what, what confronts you? The wrong crowd, girls, uh, your future. I mean, living in a house with uh, all my sisters, you know, always chaos. A, a journal sort of helps you, even a book maybe, steer things differently. I want to I do something with my life. I don't want to just be a nobody. You, so you essentially decide on a path, right? And I decided as a teenager the direction I wanted to take, right? I mean, if you're married with children, that's a goal. That that happened. I don't think those things happen by accident. Now, I, I sort of look at, uh, like Joe, like the present. I sort of think of the future because uh, that's almost like, I don't know if it's a, a bad trait, a characteristic trait. But I'm always trying to look three, four, five years out, right? And why do you do that? Well, if you have a career, you have no choice but to essentially direct your attention. There's the accountant side of things yeah, right. right there. Yeah, <laughs> You know, you have to direct your attention, and, and it comes down to planning, yeah, planning and goals. But I'm grateful for the career I have. Uh, you know, like my dad used to say, you know, some professions, you're not going to be rich, you're not going to be poor, right? So you sort of accept your, your, your place in, in life, and you make the best of it, make the best of it. I love that. Guys, I'm, we're, we're just about ready to wrap yeah. this thing up. Yeah. And, and I have to ask, what goals have you set for yourself for this year? This year, ah, good question. I'm looking. For, I'm actually thinking about retirement planning. What? So uh, I have to figure out a few things. Well, he did just say five year plan. So yeah, I mean, right, he has five right, years. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm looking at uh, five years out. I'll be 62 next year. So I don't. I know. can't imagine you ever retiring. I, I don't. I don't know that, what that means, but. I know I won't be wanting the workforce for much longer. Why do you say that? Well, in the automotive industry where I work, things change so rapidly mm-hmm. right now. In businesses, you know, sometimes they're only as successful as their their product and their leaders. Sometimes you wonder about the decisions your leaders make, and you hope it doesn't burn the company and then essentially, you know, ruin your livelihood. So, I sort of think of that every day. How, what would I do? How would I do it? It all comes down to numbers. Mm-hmm. Retirement's all come down comes down to numbers. For you know, short term, uh, just try to get through this year end. And finance is all about year end and, and closing. Uh, next year, uh, I'm not sure what it's going to bring. I don't really have a solid goal in mind for next year. Just thinking about what I would do after work. Nice. I, do, I actually. What would you to, do, I Pete? Actually, I'm just curious. I, I actually want to golf more. Okay. I went on a golf outing. I'm not good at it. So people laugh <laughs> at me. He's not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, golf he's better than me, but he's still not people, very good. People laugh at me when I golf, and I don't care because I like being outside, and there's, there's friends that. Uh, I like being around, so maybe golf more. I guess that's a golf. That's a, uh, an objective for 2024. So, Joe, how about you? What goals have you set for yourself this year? Well, because you know that I'm going to have you on yeah, yeah. a year from now yeah. to talk so, about so, these goals. So I'll, I'll tell you about the goals that I like, that I can articulate. Number one, my, my son uh, challenged me to do what is called the Murph Challenge for what is that? Memorial Day. So it is you run a mile, you do 300 air squats, 200 push-ups, 100 pull-ups, run another mile, all while carrying a, uh, wearing a 20-pound rucksack. Wow. So he, he challenged me to that, but now he's a father of t- twin four-month-old boys. So I'm pretty sure this will be a solo effort. But that's I was going to okay. say, is Nate going to do this? So, he's not going to And we know that. And this, I so Joe's got a fitness challenge but in front of him. I'm going to do that. Um, so that's one thing I can tell you about. Um, 
But the other thing, I'm doing uh, something called a masoji, which is... Is that a, a massage? Di- no, not at all. <laughs> it's, it's a very difficult uh, physical or mental challenge, and I'm going to do one of each, and you cannot tell anybody what it is. You, you got to have less than a 50% chance of accomplishing the goal. It can't kill you. At least, you know, it can't be that difficult where you're likely to die from it. And if you succeed, you can't tell anybody. If you fail... You can tell people. So if we're talking about this in a year, we're talking about my two misogies, I failed. I love that. Guys, I can't thank you you? guys enough. You know, goals for this year, uh, Joe kind of said it perfect, and that is to live in the present a little bit more, to really, really, um, I've done so many cool things. I mean, there's only two places I haven't spoke. Um, 25 years ago when I started this career, um, I wanted to to give a motivational talk in every single state in the United States. Mm-hmm. And I only have Alaska and Hawaii to do. Really? Fantastic. I, I can go Fantastic. anytime. It's not the money. It's not. Yeah. It, I just want to say that I spoke and gave a motivational talk in every single state. Um, I'm working on a deal right now in Alaska to do some stuff with, oh, their, um, awesome. with yeah. their school systems. But um, really living in the present. And then when I am home... Don't be afraid to not have something going on. Mm-hmm. And that's tough for get, me. You get a little nervous. Joe, a little nervous I got to be honest. This is a week two and a half for me yeah. since I've been done. And um, the first two weeks, I felt like I was the biggest flipping loser. Yeah. yeah. Reason being is I'm so used to go, 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 mm-hmm. go, go, go. I got home and it was like I didn't have to do anything. Right. Nothing. I rode my bike. I went for walks. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. I could take a nap if I wanted. So this year, um, I do have this new book has inspired me to write another one, and that is Ripping Pages Two. Um, so that is, I mean, I'm already, I think, thirty stories into that book. Okay. So we're talking about forty, fifty pages already in that. Great. Um, so yeah, just, you know, right. having fun, Excellent. man. We're going to hold so, you to that. I, 100%. That. You yep. know, I'll get it done. <laughs> I know. You so everybody, I'm Johnny D, the motivational cowboy. This is Pete Fasalo. This is Joe Downing. We just want to thank each and every one of you. We, you know, we wish each and every one of you an outstanding new year and, and go out there, be kind to one another, be thankful for what you do have. Don't worry about what you don't have. I always say, if you want things in life, figure out what you don't want in life. And when you figure that out, you will end up with what you want. I'm Johnny D, the Motivational Cowboy, telling all of you, be safe, have fun, and have yourself an outstanding year. We'll see you next time right here on the Outstanding Life Podcast. Hey, I'm Johnny D, the Motivational Cowboy. Are you planning a conference, convention, meeting, assembly, or any live event that needs a guest speaker? I would love to be a part of it. For more information, visit MotivationalCowboy.com. And don't forget to check out my Outstanding Life podcast every Sunday here on Dirt Road Radio, KYDT 103.1 FM and KBFS 1450 AM. Have an outstanding day. Thanks for listening to the Outstanding Life podcast. Follow Johnny D on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Motivational Cowboy. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the show, advertise, or would like to make a donation, please visit MotivationalCowboy.com. And remember to have an outstanding day.